Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Hope you are having an amazing day so far. Thanks for spending a little bit of it with me. I had an idea. I want to share it with you, and I love your feedback. So if you're in the Primal Potential Facebook group, you can tell me there. DM me on Instagram, at Elizabeth Benton, but I'd really love your feedback. So here's, here's a scoop. Typically on Saturdays, I answer your questions, which I love and is super valuable to me because this is your show, right? (laughs) If I'm not talking about things you want to hear about, then what's the point of doing the podcast? So I love doing that. And at the same time, I have these thoughts that feel like very important thoughts, but they're far, far, far short of what I would, you know, put out as like a podcast. You know, I'm not going to do a two or three minute podcast episode. Um, and I'm not, as much as my father-in-law thinks I'm a blogger, I'm, I'm not a blogger. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't written blogs in, in years, uh, except for, you know, putting up some of my favorite protein shake recipes and things like that on my website. Uh, so what I was thinking of doing, and again, this is an idea that I'm putting out to you and you all will ultimately make the decision of answering fewer questions on the Saturday shows, but still continuing to answer your questions uh, when needed, answering in more long form rather than trying to do like 10 questions and just giving a couple of minutes on each answer. Uh, Maybe do two or three questions, but dive a little deeper. But before we get into the questions, sharing some of these thoughts that are things that I've had while working with clients or are thoughts that I've received from someplace else, another podcast, another book that I really want to share with you and spending a few minutes on those. Still doing a giveaway every single Saturday. That's very important to me. I want to I want to give to you all, not only in the form of information, but I, I want to reward those of you who take the two minutes to leave a review of this podcast. And just to remind you, you can leave more than one review of this podcast and it makes a really big difference. So thanks in advance. But let's give it a try today. You let me know what you think. Let me know in the Primal Potential Facebook group, which is a free group, or DM me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Let me know what you think of that small adjustment. We'll give it a shot today, and then I'll uh, look forward to your feedback. All right? First things first, I'm going to give away Sleep Plus today, the all-natural sleep supplement that does not contain melatonin. I 
put a teaser post up in the Primal Potential Facebook group the other day. I'm working on an episode. It's not going to air until June, but it started out to be about why I'm not a fan of melatonin supplementation. But as I got down into the rabbit hole of, of melatonin and research, you know, because melatonin is a hormone. I think a lot, of us, a lot of us know that, but a bunch of you probably don't know that. I learned that not only do our bodies in general have this circadian rhythm, this, this body clock, right? But also our intestinal cells have a clock, a circadian rhythm, and the microbes in our body, the bacteria that live in and on us, they also have a clock. And when this gets disrupted, it's not just a matter of poor sleep. And when you get crappy sleep, it's not just a matter of being tired. It impacts your metabolism. It impacts your likelihood of burning fat and your propensity to store fat. It impacts your immune system and so much more. We're going to do a deep dive on this in an episode that will air in June, so a couple months from now. But in the meantime, y'all, I, I understand that there are a lot of things that can compete with sleep. I'm carrying two of them, <laughs> and I have an 11-month-old, and I have a husband who snores, and a dog who you know, gets on the bed, off the bed, barks intermittently throughout the night. So I get it. But here's the deal. While there are factors that are outside of our control, there will always be factors inside of our control. There are many of them. We're going to dive into a ton of them on the episode that I'm talking about in June. But supplementation is one of them. And I'm not a fan of melatonin supplementation for sleep in 99% of cases. So Sleep Plus, I love. I take I, I don't know what I would do without it right now. Uh, and that's what I'm going to give away today. And we'll announce the winner at the end of the show. We give something away every single Saturday. You can win. It's really easy. Just leave a review of this podcast. And here's the deal. If you've already reviewed the podcast, you can review it again. You could say, I listened to episode you know, 972 and it was amazing. I listened to episode 976 and I loved it. It was helpful because blah, 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 if you want to go that deep. And at random, I picked somebody who has left a review recently and you're eligible to win. So I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. All right, let's start with one of those small thoughts that really resonates with me that I am eager to share with you. We'll go through a couple of those, and then I'll get to your questions, and we'll announce the winner. I was listening to something, and I was going through my notes recently, and I didn't put where this, this came from. But it showed up in my notes, so I would imagine that I was maybe listening to a podcast or listening to an audio book, and I heard this, and I connected with it immediately because it represents not only so much of my past pattern, but so much of what kept me in struggle for so long. And it is, when the word tomorrow becomes your disease, when the word tomorrow becomes your disease, one of the things I talk about a lot when I'm meeting with my mastermind members, we spend an hour together one weeknight and then every other weekend we're together virtually for like a coffee chat casually. And one of the things we talk about is what keeps us from consistency, like how we talk ourselves out of doing the thing we said we would do, right? And I share that for decades, for me, it was promises of tomorrow. 
it was incredibly easy for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to do better tomorrow. I'm going to start fresh on Monday. I'm going to get this out of my system. Uh, I'm not going to work out today, but I'm going to, you know, do an extra hard workout tomorrow. And the fact of the matter is that tomorrow can truly become a disease. And what I had to come to the realization of, and it continues to be a practice for me, is that tomorrow has nothing to do with what I choose today. And uh, to go back to the mastermind, one of the things that I shared with them as a tool in our winter session was spotting yellow flags before they turn red in your own life, in your own thoughts, in your own behavior. Spotting yellow flags before they turn red. For me, one of those things is when I start to bring tomorrow into today. Oh, I'll eat cleaner tomorrow. Oh, I'll work out tomorrow. Oh, I'll get this thing done tomorrow, even though it's on my list for today. And I had to start retraining my response because that one was such a permissive one. Oh, okay, yeah, I can do it tomorrow morning. I can do it tomorrow during Roman's first nap. I had to retrain myself to say, tomorrow has nothing to do with it. So I'm going to make the decision about working out based on today. Tomorrow doesn't factor in. There are things today that can factor in, but tomorrow doesn't factor into it because tomorrow had become my disease. It really had. And here's the deal. All the great things I was planning to do tomorrow, I was planning to do tomorrow. That wasn't the issue. The issue was I had a pattern of saying, not today because tomorrow. When the the honest truth, the full truth, the mature perspective is that tomorrow has nothing to do with the decision I make today. Oh, I'm going to eat clean tomorrow. Fantastic. That's wonderful. But we're talking about today. What's the improvement you're going to make today? I was only telling fractions of the truth, right? I was only telling a little bit of the story. I was being very immature in how I was looking at it because if I was telling the whole truth, if I was being more mature... I could see that this was a pattern and it really wasn't a matter of what I was pledging to doing tomorrow. The problem was the pattern of not doing today what I said I would do today. And it touched every area of my life. It touched what I ate, how much I ate. It touched if I worked out, what I did for a workout, how intensely I worked out. It touched my work. I'd have a list and I'd have the time and then I'd think, you know what, I actually have a window of time tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow after Roman goes to bed or I can do it tomorrow after Chris gets home. Tomorrow has nothing to do with today. And I had to break that pattern. And that might be you. And you might need a new story. For me, it's about today only. What can I do today? What is the improvement I can make today? What is the space I can live in today between all and nothing. Just this morning, I was looking at uh, some thoughts shared inside the mastermind, and somebody referred to this kind of thinking as distorted thoughts. They're not wrong. They're not bad. But they are distorted because this was just a permission slip I would give myself. It was the card that I would play to let myself off the hook. And it was a distortion because I was believing in what I was claiming I'd do the next day. So my intentions were great. I believed myself, but that wasn't the issue. The issue was today. The issue was I don't need to make promises for tomorrow to justify breaking my word to myself today or not living in alignment with my priorities today. When the word tomorrow becomes 
your disease. You need a new story. You need a new practice. You need a new habit. You need to tell the whole truth. Okay, the second little thing that I wanted to share. This is something I saw on social media. I'm pretty sure I reshared it uh, earlier in the week, last week maybe. And it said, if you didn't come from a healthy family, just remember that a very healthy family can come from you. And honestly, even if you did come from a healthy family, we all have the opportunity to have a very healthy family come from us. And it doesn't happen by accident. And it doesn't happen by pledging to do better tomorrow. And it doesn't happen by crash dieting. And it doesn't happen by being crappy in your communication. And it doesn't happen by being irresponsible with your finances. It doesn't happen by living paycheck to paycheck and not being intentional about creating financial flexibility for yourself no matter what it takes. We have to be chain breakers, right? But again, I don't want anybody to dismiss this who's like, well, I did come from a healthy family. Fantastic. You still have a responsibility to be intentional about making sure a very healthy family comes from you. And we have to be specific about what that means for us. It's not enough to be like, yeah, I want a healthy family to come from me. Yeah, I want my kids to be healthy. Yeah, I want them to have healthy habits. That's not enough. Very specifically, what do I want to teach my kids about love? How am I going to model that? How am I not going to model that? What do I want to teach my kids about marriage? What do I want to teach my kids about communication? How am I going to model that today? What am I going to do today to show them that? What am I going to not do today to show them that? It's not enough to say I want my kids to have a healthy relationship with food. Well, what does that look like? What does that mean? How can I model it today? What will I do today so that they see that? And if you don't have a family, you don't want to wait to have that pattern until you do have a family because if you think that somehow habits are going to get easier when you've got more people to care for and less time and less sleep, you're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. If you didn't come from a healthy family, just remember that a very healthy family can come from you. And it makes me think of that thing, and it's cliche, and I know it stings every time people see it, but it's really freaking true, and I wish that myself and everybody else who needs to hear it would, like, you know, paste it on their wall or something, but it, but it's something along the lines of, like, everybody says they would die for their kids. And I really believe that most parents would absolutely jump in front of moving traffic to save their kids. But you don't have to die for your kids. But we all have the opportunity to live well for our kids. Happy, healthy, financially flexible, financially free. We all can move towards that every single day. And so all these people are like, I'd die for my kids, I'd die for my kids. Okay, but are you really living well for them? A very healthy family can come from you. Never too late. Okay, let's get to questions. Those are the two things that I wanted to touch on. And again, let me know what you think of the format of the slight change. Fewer questions, maybe longer answers. Sometimes longer answers might not be warranted, but message me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton or let me know in the Primal Potential Facebook group. All right, two questions. They're both about me this week, um, which is fine. Any question goes. I'm a, I'm, I try to be a really open book. There are very, very, very few things that I don't talk about here on the podcast. So 
anything goes, whatever you want to hear about, whatever would be helpful, let me know. Same way that I want your feedback, you can reach out to me in the same ways to share any topics or questions for an upcoming Saturday show. Okay. Sorry, do you hear Rumi? He's barking. We've got uh, so little personal update. We bought this prop. I bought this property. Chris and I weren't married or living together when I bought it uh, in 2019. And since then, we've renovated an outbuilding that was like a shed workshop that's now, well, started as my office. Now we're kind of debating if it's going to remain my office or be a pool house because it's right by the pool that we put in. Um, then we renovated full gut renovation, the first floor. Then we did the second floor. And we've been planning this big addition. <sighs> Unfortunately, lost a tremendous amount of time working with somebody new. Should have been a red flag that I walked away when the time frames were just insane. But I didn't, and uh, so we wasted about eight months there, which is uh, incredibly frustrating, especially knowing we're expecting twins. Um, and now we're kind of back to the drawing board with somebody new on what we can do that won't require us starting construction right when the twins are born. So we're looking at potentially a smaller scale project that probably won't be done before they're here, though it's possible, uh, but would be mostly done. So Chris is outside talking to the contractor. Send good vibes, good no path blocked kind of vibe because we have not had amazing, um, <laughs> we haven't had amazing experiences doing renovations here. Okay. So the first question says, what has changed for you since finding out you were pregnant with twins? Anything. Uh, nutrition, movement, sleep, stress, perspective, mindset, blah, blah, blah. What's changed? I feel like in some ways a lot has changed, but really probably very little has changed. And I don't know why I feel that way. But for the changes that I've made, I will let you know. Because nutritionally, I would say I am eating differently, though not dramatically differently. I, for the last few weeks, nausea and aversions have been quite a bit less, which is fantastic. But I've also been doing a lot more research than I did when I was pregnant with Dagny or Roman, specifically because A, I'm carrying twins, and B, um, they're slightly higher risk because they share a placenta, and also I'm slightly higher risk because of the proximity of all three pregnancies and the fact that Dagny and Roman were C-sections. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research on factors that decrease the likelihood of being put on bed rest because I'm a stay-at-home mom of an 11-month-old. So, <laughs> you know, bed rest, eh, kind of tricky. Um as well as decreasing the likelihood of preterm labor and NICU time. Obviously, what matters most is that everybody's healthy and there are a lot of things I don't have control over, but I've been really diving into research. I've read three books in the last week uh, to see what are some common factors that reduce preterm birth, that reduce preeclampsia and things like that. And very interestingly... What I have found is that mothers of multiples, so pregnant with two or three or four or more babies at one time, have better outcomes for the babies 
when they follow a, a relatively low-carb diet. I'm not talking like a ketogenic diet, but say like 100 grams of carbs or fewer, which of course vegetables are carbs. You factor those in. It's really not a lot. Uh, you know, if you're doing like I very regularly do, we'll, we'll do a salad that's a few cups of vegetables or Brussels sprouts and I'll have a couple cups of that. Um, so a, a fairly low-carb diet tends to reduce risk of preterm labor, reduce risk of preeclampsia, lead to a later term delivery. So I've made some changes with with previous pregnancies. I've allowed fairly more carbs for several reasons. One of the obvious ones being just nausea and food aversion. So more crackers, more pasta, that sort of thing. I've been more rigid about carb consumption. And then the other thing is growing two babies in the same time frame means your body has to work a lot harder. So I've upped my protein. And while I'm not somebody who typically is a fan of counting, and I'm still not really counting, I'm loosely paying attention to like aim for about 200 grams of protein a day, which feels like a lot. It is a lot, but you're growing two babies simultaneously. The other thing that I learned that I thought was really interesting is that um, your blood volume more than doubles in the first half, well, less than the first half, really, because most moms of twins aren't going to 40 weeks. Um, In like the first 20 weeks of your pregnancy with multiples, your blood volume doubles, which is freaking insane. And so I've been trying to do more red meat to make sure that I'm keeping my iron levels up because anemia is really common in moms of multiples and it decreases the amount of oxygen that you can deliver to the babies and throughout your own body. So uh, I've been taking a liver supplement because I don't like liver, but it's a great source of iron and trying to get red meat most days. So nutritionally, oh, the other change nutritionally is eating more frequently. I was I was a little frustrated is probably too strong of a word, but I was low-key concerned with how quickly I started putting on weight in this pregnancy because, you know, it's just not – it felt like more than – it is more than weight that I gained in the same amount of time with Dagny and Roman. Granted, I understand there's two babies, but it was like – quite a bit more. But then I read that the best outcomes for moms of multiples are when they gain the majority of their pregnancy weight in the first one half of their pregnancy or slightly less than that, because um, that means that your body has what it needs when the growth of the babies increases towards the end of the pregnancy and it gets a lot harder to meet those growth needs with food. So you're sort of like stocking up ahead of time. And also space-wise, it gets harder to eat enough comfortably later in the pregnancy. So I was like, okay, if I'm gaining 70% of the weight for the entire pregnancy in the first, say, 35 to 40% of the pregnancy, if that's ideal, well, I'm basically doing that. doesn't feel amazing, but it's kind of associated with the best outcome. So that's that. The other thing that I've been doing is I've been very consistent with working out, which I wasn't as much in my pregnancies with Dagny and Roman. My mentality there is 
I don't know if at 20, 25, 30 weeks, they're going to want me working out. I don't know if it's going to feel comfortable. Thank God we put in a pool last year because I think that's going to be a saving grace to kind of be weightless and Roman loves the water. But, you know, am I going to be lifting weights or walking on a treadmill or things like that later in the pregnancy? The answer is I don't know. But what I do know is I can do it now. So I'm not missing those days now. And that's really important. The third thing is money. So as a self-employed person, there's no maternity leave. My employer does not send me a paycheck, uh, you know, because I'm off uh, for maternity leave. So I'm getting a lot more serious about my passive income streams before the twins are born. I would really like, my goal is to increase my passive income streams by about 30% minimum before they're born, which is a lot easier said than done because I already have limited time to work because I'm a stay-at-home mom. It's also tricky because I use that time not only for my existing work, but also to get ahead so that I'm not recording podcasts two weeks after the twins are born. Um, But it's okay because it just means I have to be a better steward of my time, which is a great practice for me because I'm not the most amazing at time management right now when I feel like so many things are competing for my attention between the house stuff and baby and, you know, all of that. Uh, So it's forcing me to get better with my time, especially when it comes to like growing my team with Amare. That has been something that I haven't focused on very much in the last several years. I haven't needed to. It's been amazing for my health and also amazing for, you know, an income stream. But I'm really thinking that between now and when the babies are born, I want to work closely with like four to six people who also have that goal of developing a passive income stream. And I essentially want to have like a very high touch mentorship opportunity with them for, you know, several months to get them in a good place of momentum before the twins are born. So that that helps me in my passive income goals as well as helping them in their passive income goals. So if you're listening to this and you're on my team or you want to be on my team, you could be one of those those people. Just let me know. But that's that's something that I'm spending a lot of time on. Not just, hey, I need to get a few months ahead on the podcast, but also I need to be intentional most days of the week with spending some time um, really growing those passive income streams as they exist now. So the last question is a super quick one. It just says, do you work with clients? What are our options? I do. Right now, I'm in a 12-week mastermind with a number of you, which is fantastic. Uh, It's the last one we'll be doing for a while because I'm not going to do one over the summer. uh, And then the girls will be here, God willing. And uh, so one of the ways is with my team. I just mentioned that. I just talked about that in terms of money and income and passive income. That's that's one very clear way to work with me. Uh, The other is through the 12 Weeks to Transformation. That is a self-guided course, but I have done thousands of hours of coaching in there, and that coaching is is available. Like We put coaching calls at every level in there, Um, so there's a ton of my coaching in there for you, the 12 Weeks of Transformation. You get access for a year. So you have a year to go through those 12 weeks. You can go through them you know, repeatedly, or you can just take your time and spend a few weeks on each week. Um, 
uh, the Changemakers Journal is one way to kind of go through the same process that I use with myself every single day. Uh, and then I have something special and new that I'm going to be putting out to you guys maybe as soon as the end of May, could be early June. I'm really shooting for May. That is the goal is May. But I'll be sharing more about that. It's along the lines of creating consistency. So that is available. But if you are somebody who's like, I'm serious now, then I would say uh, definitely check out the 12 Weeks to Transformation. It's on my site, but you can also go to primalpotential.com forward slash register to read the details, to read testimonials, all that kind of stuff primalpotential.com forward slash register. Okay, let's talk about who's winning the Sleep Plus. I can't wait for that episode to come out in June. But for now, this is someone who left a review of the podcast just a few days ago. The winner is Coloratina, C-O-L-O-R-A-T-I-N-A, Coloratina. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But if that is you, if that's the name under which you left your review of the podcast, email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me you were the winner for 976. Make sure to include your mailing address, no matter where in the world you are, and I will ship out the Sleep Plus to you. I'll also put the link in the show description. But guys, let me know what you think about the switched up format of the Saturday shows. Uh, what was the other thing? Support the Dagny Foundation, our annual 5K walk run virtual fundraiser. You can participate no matter where in the world you are is coming up in just a couple months. I would love to see 1% of the people who are listening to this show support the Dagny Foundation. I'll put the link in the show description. Right now, we're nowhere near 1%, but I would just love to ask you if you would please be part of the 1%. So with that, I hope you have an amazing day. I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback on this new proposed format, and I'll chat with you soon. Make it a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.